Good morning, TJ. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me today. Um, what a great audience. What a great crowd. I think you know everything you guys are doing here is awesome, and you know I'm just Thank it's you. just an honor. Thank you. I was going to have to bump you today because uh, Megan and Harry are coming on. How long gone later to kind of you know air out their dirty laundry um, about the Queen, uh, you know Harry and Kate, etc. I was gonna I was gonna get bumped from my own show. Yeah, unfortunately, they requested that you not be here. It was a little too many voices, and they wanted, you know, they, they just wanted to kind of, they, they felt a safe space with me. They thought you were a little combative, is what the P- press, the PR told me. Three's a crowd, four, and it's a problem. Meghan Markle did bang my line and said she read fake accounts, loved our interview. <laughs> um, so it was, it was, it's, it's good to hear from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big, I'm a big fan of suits, so it was nice. <laughs> I heard that she's been um, bullying some people. Is that true? <laughs> At this point, like not smiling and waving to someone is considered bullying, so it's tough for me to keep up. Um, yeah, but whenever I see headlines like that, like the like the the government is investigating claims of of someone bullying someone, I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> never never looking at this anything like this again. <laughs> We have we have sicked the FBI on this case. We did hear there was some bullying going on 25 years ago in high school, and we are we're not we're not going to stand for it as America. As we will country. not sleep a wink until we get to the bottom of this. I mean, I think bullying, like I've always said, bullying, you know, uh, made made me the man who I am, and I wouldn't have been anywhere if I wouldn't have been a fat teen who was told that by meaner people. Um, but <laughs> that's true, and I'll, but also. You know, the, every generation of, of people have been saying that about their previous generation of bullies. It's just the bullying, uh, and the bullying has only gotten lesser and lesser over the years. Imagine what a 50s or a 40s bully was like. Actually, I might, I have to disagree with you on that, TJ. Oh. Um, I, I think that it's actually gotten, I think it's now, unfortunately, it's like unavoidable. Like, whereas in our generation, you would leave school and it's over. Mm. Now it's like you le- you leave school and Snapchat, you're getting bullied. You know, Twitter, you're getting bullied. Discord, you're getting bullied. Fucking, you know, mm-hmm. wh- whatever whatever social media network you're on, you can't escape it anymore. Whereas at least in our generation and generations before that, you could, uh, you weren't tethered to it like like they are now. To quote your fave, Tyler, the creator, what, what the fuck is cyberbullying? Just turn your computer off. You know, Tyler, the creator is not the altar I worship at, but um, I see his <laughs> I see his point. It's basically the same the same point that you're making of, you know, at least you're able to leave school and find your safe split your safe space to that point. Couldn't you just leave, you know, the discord chat if they're bullying you? Yeah, yeah, but I think what I'm, I think what the point is, is that it's, it's more vicious because it's unavoidable. Mm. Like, whether you're, like, regardless, like, and there's not a face to it. You're not having to look somebody in the eye and call them a fat retard. Well, I think the thing is, if, if you get called, you know, I would get called fat in fifth period, but then I'd go home and I'm still fat, but no one's telling me that. Whereas, like, if I, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm logging on because I'm, I'm trying to check out, you know, I'm I'm just trying to use the internet because that's all we can do. Mm -hmm. And I turn on any social media network to talk with my friends who don't call me fat. Mm -hmm. There's, it's, it's, uh, it's unavoidable is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. They can find you. They can find your ass. They can hit you at the 7 Eleven after school when they see you stocking up on (laughs) sugary candies and, or, or they can hit you on Snapchat. Those are the best candies. Those are the best candies. But yeah, so anyway, Megan Markle, I mean, look, Megan Markle is the is the greatest. She just undid like a thousand years of of British royalty. Like, you know how good the pussy must be. It took some like C list Canadian <laughs> actress to undo a thousand years of mm-hmm. of like monarchy. Whether it's good or bad, it's interesting. Yeah, she's it is. that powerful. How how it could, she could topple an empire? She's toppled an empire, and I I I mean, I think we've probably talked about this before, but I have a hard time. It's shocking, but I have a really hard time caring about the the royal family and all the gossip whoa, whoa, whoa. that surrounds it. Give me give me I about know. five minutes to pick my jaw up off the floor. <laughs> I know that's a big jaw. Um, <laughs> I do have a very big jaw. I can't. I I, I just can't care. I, I find them all so boring, and it's just not compelling. And it's just like I don't know. You're you're rich and kind of mean to each other. That's that's not that interesting. 
it may, maybe it was going to happen and and Megan was just kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back because I think we've sort of hit the point with transparency of media and we don't need the fucking royal family anymore. We don't need to care about what some random strangers are doing in a castle. Speak for yourself. Like who who gives a fuck? If they were cool cool in the castle it'd be interesting, but they're just they're I, don't, I mean, it's also like what are they, they're going to I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to come they live in LA and they're going to make TV shows and podcasts. Like that's that's not what <laughs> we need we don't need the harry and megan podcast like just like we don't need that's that's a worse version of barack obama and and fucking bruce springsteen's podcast well yeah we need we need a posh spice and the, da- the, david beckham david, yeah we need a david, david beckham yeah, if david beckham and posh spice had a podcast that would that would be something that i'd be interested in hearing or or robbie williams and whoever else he's shagging at the moment you know like if we're gonna get like r- like rich British people, let's get ones that are at least interesting. Yeah, I just find these people so boring, and uh, and they're not even that good looking. Like I don't know if we're gonna like like <sighs> Prince William. Prince William is fucking bald. Harry was hot in his time, but he's over the hill. Meghan Markle's a C-list actress. I do think that that Kate's sister is bad. Mm. Um, but Harry's Harry's chick before Meghan was bad as hell. He made a bait. <laughs> I can't remember her name. It's so British. I can't remember it. But they were just both of those guys just dated like hot aristocrat, mm-hmm. you know, horse riding Hermes chicks. Mm-hmm. And now and then they settle down with the, you know, it's, it's just it's they're just not doing it right. I, I think that the hot horse riding Hermes chicks fun to look at, but maybe maybe they didn't want to spend uh, in an, an eternal existence with them. Bro, they're not, it doesn't have to be eternal. You're the fucking prince. Like, just get rid of them when it's like, who cares? If it gets boring, just move on. At a dude. certain it's point, not... a prince has to turn into a king, though, Chris. You know what I mean? You gotta settle down at thing. some point. They're never gonna... They're never going to be king. Well, Harry will never be king. Harry should be doing coke and at, living at the Chateau Marmont, in my opinion. That would be sick. Harry will never, Harry will never be king. William has maybe a chance. So what happens if no, if none of the the princes or like the the young gentlemen candidates are king worthy? Then there's just no king. Like one of them has to no, be the king, right? It don't. It well, yeah, no. It doesn't matter if they're worthy or not. It's like a, it's a, it's a birthright. Like they, like yeah. William is, and William's the oldest. What I'm saying is, William is the oldest. You know, so then his son would would come before Harry. Do you understand what I'm saying? So like, if, I if, I, I for believe, somebody who so, doesn't care about the royal family, you should, should know a whole lot about it. I don't know any of these people. As you do know, as you do know, Jason, I love hierarchies and <laughs> gatekeeping. So it's this is just kind of the original of that. Mm-hmm. This is like the o, triple OG gatekeeping. Yeah, um, yeah, oligarchies. Those are hot right now, but you're into. Yeah, I'm old school. You know, <laughs> um, I'm old school. I like things. I like the, I, my, I like my shit a little different with an accent, with mm-hmm. a little with a spot with a spot of tea. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, anything with Arky in it, I'm happy. You know, I love to 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 rack with the with the broskies. <laughs> oh, catch me hey. on the slopes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's hitting the news today because they're doing this big Oprah interview, um, which is is just yeah. We got to promote the podcast, right? That's what they're doing. Yeah, they're promoting their new Netflix deal. They got a first making the rounds. They got a first look deal with Paramount Pictures. You know what I mean? Gonna make some content, right? It's gonna be so awesome. But I, I just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not interesting enough for me. I, I, I don't know why. Uh, I, I guess them dissenting is just not that. So, is not <laughs> who is who is our American version of them? Is it Spencer and Heidi? That's that's pretty much what the equivalent of of they are, right? I would I wouldn't want to disparage Spencer and Heidi like that. And Spencer and Heidi are are eons more interesting than whoever these people are, you know? Yeah, they're much more interesting, but it's also because they've been allowed to to be themselves mm. outwardly for so long. We've been able to see the 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 real the, the behind the curtain mm-hmm. of uh of of Spence and Heidi. Um, whereas the roy- the Royals have to keep it buttoned up. They you know they've been I mean? coddled like an egg, not you know. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Damn, TJ, yeah. you didn't have to go that hard, bro. You know, we had a great response from last week's episode of of TJ's cheat day, running through the laundry list of gut. Well, let me let's let's talk. Well, let's go. We can we can do an abbreviated version of that because yesterday I was blessed with an invite from friend of the show Zach Naminsky to go to the undefeated gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I know you've been dying to go because you love undefeated. I I love 
uh, exceptional training facilities. Jason, that's what this is. This shit uh-huh. is decked the fuck out. They got mm-hmm. look. If you, it, Jason, if if we get how long gone Nike co branded sandbags, then then we can talk. Okay, they got <laughs> they got fucking they got the weights with the logos on it. Everything is just on point. Mm-hmm. Um, they got bottle they got bottle water with the logo on it that you just grab when you're thirsty. It's an A plus experience. Damn. I love Chris um, moving to L A and turning into an undefeated thought. Whoever would have thunk it, dude. I mean, look, if you invite me to an A plus gym and I get to work out with guys who are buffer than me and they're nice, then I'm happy. That's all I need. What like, if it's a Kith gym, Chris? For example, no, 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 no. Okay, no. That, well, that, you know, I need that's to know where the line things. is drawn. That's two very different things, bro. Okay. Kith also, Kith is for fat people. That's why they have an ice cream shop <laughs> instead of a gym. So think, think about that, Jason. <laughs> also, Kith opened in Paris. What do people do in Paris? They eat bread. They eat a lot it's of bread. Just, it's, I just like the simple quote: "Kith is for fat people." <laughs> i mean that might be that might be a little extreme but you know what i mean but anyway so i i did this very hard uh descending ladder um upper body workout that mm-hmm. consisted of of i i, I honestly it, it's kind of crazy because i was surrounded by all these like tatted bros yeah i i and they were very encouraging to me I, I i did my heaviest dumbbell chest press i've ever done in my life yesterday so you start, you know, when you see the pictures of Maddie Matheson with with all the broskies at the Ruka gym, yeah, exactly. all these tatted up hotties who are like retired surfers, and now they just like married some hot person. They have like really cool children, and they're like, "Who are these guys?" Now you get it. I get it, and honestly, when they were spotting me when I had my ninety pound dumbbells, I, I was just—I mean, it was—it's a dream, and and you know, I looked happy because I was. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that smile on your face, being surrounded by hot, buff, successful, tatted up bros, that was an authentic, an authentic one. But anyway, so I get my, I'm, I'm pumped the fuck up. I, mm-hmm. I get a twenty, I get a twenty dollars smoothie, and then you know I, I rush home. Uh, no, actually, I, I had to hit Creation um, because of a time. Oh yeah, I forgot Creation crunch. has those. There, I don't like how the Creation smoothie menu set up. Where like here are these like dumbass broke hoes <laughs> yeah, smoothies. Here, it's six dollars. Yeah, it's like bro- it's banana <laughs> and ice water. <laughs> And the fucking the draw exactly picture of a is. blueberry on it, and then oh, if you want an actual drinkable smoothie, yeah, those are twenty two dollars, of course. I mean, they did have a crazy amount of adaptogens in it. It was good. I'd never had one before. It was good, but we were we were in a time crunch. Um, That's fine because I had to go. You know, so I'm I finished this great workout. I'm feeling really pumped up. I have a twenty dollars smoothie mm-hmm. full of adaptogens and other other just highly beneficial. Uh, you I can know. only imagine. And then I get a text from you. What kind of donut do you want? <laughs> Um, and, and I, 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 I double check and make sure you've, you, you, mm-hmm. it's from you. And then I'm like, Jason, did you send this to the right number? Um, you are, said yes. Jason, and, are you stroking out? What's going on? Yeah. Jason, are you stroking out? So then we, who's the president? We go to, we go to uh jam store world headquarters to, to help Sam Jane pack our, our, um, tote bag orders that did go out. They will go out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you show up with a, a mm-hmm. cup of gas station coffee and a couple apple fritters. That's right. You're welcome. Chris. And, and I don't know if that was the first thing you'd eaten that day. It was. It definitely was. Yeah, my, my cheat day, my cheat weekend was was less offensive than than the last weekend for sure. But yeah, it was it was it was definitely a fritter. And then um, my life partner was entertaining some friends at the crib yesterday, so there was just some a little meze meze platter going on. I had I had mm. the time to make a quick um, roasted carrot hummus that really went Whoa. went down a treat. If for those of us Man, asking, these these simps do roast roasted garlic, but TJ is doing roasted carrot. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the carrots are roasted, the garlic is roasted. It's all thrown into the food processor with the garbanzos, a little tahini, a little lemon juice, a little ice water. That sounds delicious, Jason. Is that on? I mean, is that Dune level? Would you say? Um, Dune's probably a little bit better because they're using really good quality um tahini and i was using uh. some broke hoe 365 but you know oh no we don't come on jason we don't talk we don't say 365 on this podcast i know i know the, the episodes where it's just the two of us i just feel extra compelled to be you know open and honest because i want i like that i want our listeners to be able to relate to that and be like you know what i mean you know if phoebe bridgers can go to 365 well I, mean, I would never go inside of 365 but i would use their product every once in a while if it's an emergency Honestly, the real issue with 365 is those cursed fridges they have that they like. It feels proprietary, like that they, you know what I'm talking about? They're like domed, yeah, and they slide on either side. I just don't like that. Like the like, ones why, where, why? like the little grab and go pickup things, you get your yeah, sushi and exactly. your coconut water shit. 
Yeah, I just don't like those. I don't like how they work. They they just seem it seems like an unnecessary innovation. You know, it, it seemed like that didn't <laughs> need to change. It just like didn't you don't need to reinvent the cold freezer yeah. in a grocery store. Shit, shit wasn't broken before, to begin with. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but Bezos, the hummus does sound delicious. Were you able to prepare anything else? Was there a shrimp cocktail available, or was oh. this just kind well, of that's a- that's just what I made? And then Bay hooked made uh she made a little Greek yogurt. Onion dip. Mm. No, just a plain sea salt kettle chip was going in there. And then she made some cucumber finger sandwiches. Wow. Speaking of British, what goes into that? Is there a mayo, though? It's more of a... You make kind of like a dill lemon cream cheese spread. Shit. So you got a little cream cheese. You can mix a little yogurt in there or a little mayo if you want. And then, you know, some fresh herbs. Dill is perfect for it. Maybe a little super finely chopped shallot, salt, pepper, lemon juice. Mm. And then you just smear it on like peanut butter. And then you put some, you know, some sliced cucumbers on there. Cut the crusts off. Cut them into little triangles or rectangles. You know, line up those rectangles just like an undefeated logo on the plate. And let's go. And and the kids just come running. They love it. But were those light snacks? Was that enough to satisfy a man of your stature after after a day of putting tote bags into other bags? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was enough, but that's unfortunately not where the eating ended, Chris. And, and I think you know that. I, I had a feeling there was there was going to be more, and um, so I, <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. So please take we, us down. Well, we were we were parked we were parked in the driveway you know we're doing a an outdoor hang why you know not everyone is a spreader chris oh i'm sorry i got confused there sorry i thought (laughs) i thought i thought we'd already established that i was was trying to let them know that covid covid is ovi but they didn't (laughs) they didn't love that have you seen the graphic going around the covid is over if you want it to be john and yoko the john yes yes i like that's a good one I got nothing more. If you don't think that's funny, then like whatever. <laughs> I can't hear you laughing through your double mask and face shield. Could you? Could, could you laugh a little harder? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you hate the Beatles, that's fine. That's one thing. But that isn't uh, that is an iconic piece of artwork. Iconic. And you know, war war was over if you want it to be. I think a lot of people hated that when that came out, and people probably hate this one too. So you're you're sitting outside, but your your tummy's growling. Those appetizers weren't enough. Mm-hmm. Night has fallen. It's cold. I'm, I, you know, it's dipped down it into the 50, you know, 50, 55 degrees. Oof. So I had, I had the puffer on. I had, you know, my heat tech was on. I had my, my so you had the puffer layer. on. But let me, let me, let me guess. You weren't able to put on pants, were you? No, I was wearing, I was wearing sweatpants. Oh wow, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was cold. Glen Glendale is, is different. The valley is different. No, it is. It, it gets warmer and it gets colder, but. I had that, and then um, I was I was drinking some some nice natty. Ran out of cigs, so then I was able to pull out my my anise cigar imported from Italy. Oh, yes. from 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 Davide and Pia. Shout out, shout out to Davide and Pia, great hosts. What? How? Those things smell delicious. How was it hitting? They taste delicious. It's a little mini cigar. It's like they they come in different flavors. Anise, you know. I think so. You like weren't inhaling espresso. though. You're treating you're you're treating this like a cigar. I was treating it like a cigar. Yeah, because it, it it is a cigar. So I was not inhaling it, but I was talking to my friend Dan Dano, who's a cigar head, and he said that he'll he'll do the inhale, keep it in his mouth, exhale, and then like the last fifteen percent of smoke, we'll just do a little tickle, a little cheeky inhale. A little, and then you know, and then on the way out. So that I, I did that a couple times, but it it was it tasted great. It was sweet, nice and easy. It was a digestive flavor. Highly recommend it. Just to be clear, that's not an appetite suppressant. So what did your stuff? What did you stuff into your gullet after you were a little drunk? We made the exa- everyone was like, oh, we're hungry. Let's order some food, and, and like they were like, let's get some pizza. Should we get some Shake Shack? And I was like, I fucking hate Shake Shack. So Papa John's, it is. No. We 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 hit the Del Taco Del Taco run. Oh, Jesus Christ! This took a turn for the worse. <laughs> took a turn for the best. It was great. I mean, I had to make the best out of a a, a situation. I don't. The last thing I want to do is eat food, you know, in my driveway while I'm freezing. But you know, it is what it is. We spent like fifty dollars there and got an assortment of chicken soft tacos, bean and cheese burritos. We I went bold. <laughs> We know. So you filled up. You filled up the the Nissan truck bed with a a, 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 a smorgasbord of low rent, low quality Mexican food from a fast food restaurant. Chris, come on. This is a Latinx friendly podcast. Uh, you're right, but I just don't. Can you imagine me being in a group and being like, "Hey, we're just gonna hit Del Taco. Is that cool?" Like, no, it's not cool. Like, I'm not gonna eat that. It, it's, <laughs> 
was there was there no one that was like hey can we maybe not like can we get a salad is there anything like is there any you know no like, no no because other... it was a group it was like cold and we we're all drinking like i was just drinking yeah, no, like nothing says yeah nothing like a comforting soft taco to, to make me feel warm in the in the somebody in the somebody months. made a joke or somebody suggested oh should we order some sweet green and then everyone laughed hysterically that's kind of just to set the mood of like where the food the food narrative so let me at. ask then the next the, the next question is and i don't want you to name names but what do these people look like nobody was fat nobody was fat but you know there's just a lot of you know like you're not the you're not the target demographic for anyone eating you know like fast food mexican comfort food you know stony grinds as no no and i i think i think everybody look everybody should do whatever the fuck they want i'm joking but my issue is I just wouldn't it, – it really – it's not even about weight. It's about how bad I feel after I do stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's what the issue is. It's not about – it's really not about like caloric intake. It's about like I'm going to feel bad for 24 hours if I eat something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes, you know, you get a little Stockholm syndrome with feeling bad. You know, like I used to love – I'm like I'm hung over right now kind of. And you like it. I mean, for right now, I like it. As long as I don't have to do anything against my will sure. when I'm hungover, then I'm totally fine with it. I, I actually kind of miss it, and I liked it because it was fun for me to be hungover. Back when I was like going out and drinking and DJing and you know partying all the time, it was kind of like, oh, what, I, I don't want to be hungover because I'm going to have a headache. I'm going to, you know, my stomach is going to hurt. I'm going to feel drowsy and nauseous and all that stuff but then if you don't have anything to do if you're just i guess we could like see see a movie and you know go go to chili's or something then it's pretty fun you just you're Mm -hmm. silly you're loopy Mm -hmm. you're walking around you want to go watch a movie you want to take a nap i wondered why you didn't respond to my text asking if you want to do some interval sprints this morning but now i know why (laughs) yeah i i mean i don't like being hung up but but now it's weird when i'm now that i'm older when i get hung over i I still wake up 6 a.m bright-eyed bushy-tailed ready to seize the fucking day i'm i'm cruising i'm pumping i'm doing all my shit and then around three o'clock just the crash happens can't even like keep my eyes open yeah no i I don't i never get a headache i never get like nausea that's good but it's i just get so tired all i want to do is just lay on the couch and then you know watch some bad tv fall asleep for an hour order some food like it's just very comforting if i had a weighted blanket i would probably use it but i don't (laughs) i i i do sometimes if i don't get enough sleep that's as close as i feel to hungover at this point yeah 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 and i don't i i kind of i know what you mean like i kind of like it for a certain amount of time and i'm like okay like I'm, I'm i gotta drink my pre-workout and get pumped up mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like a, a poor man's version of a of a downer or just you know like whatever something somebody might do hold your breath <laughs> so you start getting lightheaded you know a cheap and simple high yeah i like to stand up fast now that's kind of uh-huh. my thing <laughs> uh, you know i just jump up as fast as i can yeah. see if i get a little dizzy if you're in if you're in na that's one of the best highs you can get probably I, right? just, I jump up you know what i mean it's not the same but it's not bad either you know it's not bad either and it's it's mm-hmm. cheap and free I like my my other thrills it's an honest high for an honest day's work exactly well how do you did you you know in a group of that size the order is quite large did you end up consuming maybe more del taco than you wanted to of course but i i i had uh-huh. the i had the smarts or somehow this is something that i've never done like i've, I've been with friends and they'll do like postmates roulette have you heard of that Nope. I'm assuming no, it's not out, a we hang out <laughs> No, we hang out with a different type of person than than mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. But please explain, so, explain so that's, to me what that's this when is. you're like you're we're with a group of people. Let's say there's like four people and you're going to like oh like everyone's going to get together and watch the Golden Globes or Ultimate Fighting is on or whatever it is. You're you're hanging out, everyone's hungry and nobody's able to sort of like decide on what they want to eat, you know, like nobody can get on the same page so then you do a postmates roulette where each person orders postmates delivery from a different restaurant whatever they really want oh you can order whatever you want and just whatever you truly are feeling sure so you can order it you know unabashedly without being like oh is everyone okay with baja fresh like you can just order wherever and you don't (laughs) tell anyone what you got and it's just a pure mystery until it shows up and the doorbell rings you open the door and then like oh shit somebody got um subway <laughs> or something you know like whatever it is and then i don't, I don't like i don't like and this. then everyone gathers all their food together on the table and then everyone just eats you know so you're like oh we're having thai food 
pizza, Subway, and you Bro, know, who is Ethiopian. Do- what fucking 22-year-olds are you hanging out with? Who fucking does that? <laughs> what adult, what what third, over 30-year-old people with brains and income it's do that funny. by choice? It's, a, it's like a funny. That's not funny. It's, it's a funny thing to do, you know, because no, it stupid. shows up and you're just like, ding dong, who could it be? You know, it's like Mr. Rogers or something like that. Who who could be at the door? And then you another know, another over another overrated order. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Mr. Rogers and Arby's are both overrated. And then somebody <sighs> somebody's like, oh, I just I got I had the presence of mind to get dessert for everyone. And you're like, oh, thank God you did that. Or like somebody else, you know, I ordered you know a troll order that you were all gonna hate, but it's gonna be funny type of thing. You know that that see that's not funny. Like that's not that's just not funny. It's mm-hmm. like stand up comedy. It's not working for me. <laughs> comedy is not funny. That's another good quote for you, Chris. I guess the other thing is I'm constantly forgetting is that this only happens when everyone is stoned. So I'm, no, I'm also no no no. This happens when you don't hate your life and yourself. It's the this is no the this no. You know what this is this is the this is the the food version of a board game. It's boring. This is some 35-year-old white people boring-ass liberal Biden shit mm-hmm. that you guys yeah, that's like, well, we've 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 um we've exhausted things to do. We've we've had a little bit of wine. There's nothing left for us to talk about. And we're so boring that we need to have make a game out of eating. That that's what this sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean, you're I can't disagree with all of that. You're not wrong, but it's less of we need to cuz I'm I'm postmates postmates for humanity is what this sounds like. It's. I mean, you know, for a person who eats Go Macro bars for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, this is not the type of thing that I would expect you to be into. But, and I also agree that it is the type of activity for bored and boring people in their 30s who have nothing to do, nothing to talk about. But I enjoy doing it, and I'm not one of those people who is... I never get bored. If something gets boring for me, I make it not boring. And I enjoy doing this every once in a while, especially if you have a good group. Like if I was hanging out with Maddie Matheson and and TJ and then some other like cool, fun food people show up, and we're all, we're all doing that, we're all stoned as hell. It sounds like a funny, fun thing to do. Especially all to right, have bro. you be well, there watching you squirm around as we're eating. Yeah, like, I'll bring over... Next time we hang out, I'll make sure to bring over the Monopoly Millennial Edition for you, too, just so you can have a little... Just so you can have a little... Just so you can have a little more fun. No, because so, we would all do it. I would order, like, 12 In-N-Out French fries or something like that. That would be, like, a funny thing to do. Maddie's ordering Del Taco, and then you order, like... M Cafe kelp noodle salad for everyone, and everyone has a laugh. You know, you're showing your personality, and then you actually eat Bro, a couple this, fries because it sounds funny. This is Maddie so Matheson's bad. like, oh, these kelp noodles are actually kind of bomb, and then, and then that's how you know. I think America's a melting pot, Chris, and this is a great Stop. way to bring all cultures together. Stop pitching your bad TV show idea on our <laughs> podcast. I don't have time for this shit, bro. We have other stuff to talk about besides this bad, your bad millennial trend setting you're trying to do. Unbelievable. A natty wine, a fun food ordering game. What a fun weekend. We had like a great, we had a great weekend. We went to the farmer's market and then like, yeah, we went to, we went to cookbook, picked up some stuff, but then actually like we got a little bit stoned. Like we had some edibles, right? And then we didn't know what to eat. So we all just ordered something different. And yeah, Jason called it Postmates Roulette. So that, yeah, it was so fun. It was so fun. Do you fun. know what That's Chris what you sound did? like, bro. He, um, <laughs> He sat in his bedroom alone, laid in bed, and watched uh, YouTube videos of the '90s, and then ate a and then ate a Go Macro bar and went to bed at 7:45. Wasn't that still awesome? Better. Isn't that logo? still better? I still better. At least I didn't bring anyone. His mind. At least I didn't bring all my friends down with me. It could, you know. At least I died. I died alone with pride. You know. What I mean? like that's, I'm fine. I would. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I just funny, I picked though. out whatever my workout, what my what my outfit was going to be for berries tomorrow, drank a water for dessert, went to bed at 745. I mean, look, you saw me yesterday sucking on a gallon. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's nothing for me to put down some water. I like when you, you know, get more- into workout black mode where because normally you're only drinking a Fiji or an Erewhon bottle of water. But when when you <laughs> when you have to hit the undefeated gym with the broskies, <laughs> yeah, it's, you, you, you do a rare arrowhead water, which is something. I had to, well, very off brand it's because well i wasn't proud of it but i stopped at it if you stop at a gas station in east la what else is there they don't you know they don't have they don't have what i'm looking for uh, I love, and unfortunately I like that silver lake is east la <laughs> no but i know once saying, you, I you pulled up into the barrios of uh <laughs> of Lo- i found a neighborhood called los los feliz 
And I, I went in and, no, no, and I had to move all the horchata aside. And I said, pardon, pardon. Tiene uh, agua. No, they didn't. Uh, como, no, they, como se dice? No, they, no this was because I, was, I stopped for the water close to the studio because after my pump, I was feeling extremely, extremely thirsty. So I was like, I'm going to be sitting with these two idiots. Mm -hmm. And I, it's, a, it's a good stable time with the bathroom right there where I can just really suck down this water oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and make sure I'm hydrated. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating. I think anytime you're a workout person and you show up with the gallon of water, be it the big, you know, the big jug with the sippy sport cap or just an arrowhead from the gas station, it's a sign that you're going to do some grown man business. You're going to do some I, some serious work and never fuck with people who show up to the gym with the gallon. They're going to, they will, they will ether you on site. As much as I love the gallon, as much, unless it's Chris. Unless, yeah, exactly. As much as I love hydration, I, I, I don't, I, that was the first time I've maybe ever done it in public yesterday. I, I can't take it to the gym. I do it at home. Like I well, basically I finish my mm -hmm. finish my workout. I have the gallon on deck, and then I sip through the day. But I try to get done mid afternoon. I think it's a good look for you to to show up amongst you know the blue collar workout folks and show them that you're just an everyday you know. I'm just a guy like them, an everyday Joe gym rat. Uh huh. You know, it has a very Yang Gang energy, like. Hola, fellow uh, workouters. <laughs> I, I too enjoy the fine waters of uh, of Arrowhead. First of all, there's nothing I want to put off less than Yang energy, so I'll make sure to never do that again. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do. No, I just you, think you make well, Yang look cool, Chris, and you should own that. Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't. I. The thing is, the all these like all these people on the internet are using these like corny gallon water bottles that have like encouraging phrases on them as you sip <laughs> sip more water, and I. I'm just like you can't steal the swag from the workout community and then make it corny. It's like it's like painting your room millennial pink or something. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, if, but if you if you have a, a jug of water that says "I'm about to make Monday my bitch," you're you're definitely not going to make Monday your bitch. Th exactly, that's what I'm saying. So I, I stick to the 99 cent if I can. Uh, you know, 365 Whole Foods brand spring water mm -hmm. is my kind of go-to. You heard it here first. Yeah, move over, strategist. Exactly. I hit I hit Whole. Foods. You should do a strategist post top ten gallons of water. <laughs> <laughs> Well, out here, out here, it's it's funny because I think just because LA is so dry, but you see people at Whole Foods like with a cart full of of gallon jugs. Mm -hmm. Like that's really common to see, and I I've no, I don't see that anywhere else. Yeah, it usually like alkaline alkaline water specifically, alkaline water specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whenever I see the the person with the gallon, I'm like, oh, this person does like boxing. Yeah, you, you're either, you're you're doing like a cool bad badass workout like boxing something like that. Are you saying I'm not? You're saying that what I'm doing is not cool or badass? Is that what no, 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 no. No, you're doing you're doing some big work. You know, you're not actually punching people, but you're doing a you no. know, a boxing level of of athleticism, mm. and you should be proud of yourself. Yeah, I don't want to punch people. I just feel like I, I boxing is really interesting to me as a workout because I think it's very difficult, and I think once you get it, like the rhythmic part of it seems like fun. But I don't know. I just can't. I, I got to try it. I guess I've ne I've literally never done it. I've never done a class. I've never I've never done kickboxing. I've never done any of it. Have, have you tried it? I did a kickboxing class once, and it ended very badly. I I kicked the heavy bag and i hit it in like the wrong spot of my shin and then like a, a lard or like my ankle and then like a, a on my shin there was like a giant like the skin bubbled up it looked like i got punched in the face or something like that and the instructor was like yeah don't uh we should probably just stop for today i mean like it was like a like a, like a blood blood cyst type oh of thing God. going on Damn, I mean, I, I do. It's it's appealing to me. I have a lot of leg power. I of course, I've, yeah. Those hashtag fix gear. Those sticks aren't doing much, bro. Um, but <laughs> but we should while we're talking about your legs, one of my favorite topics. Um, we should we should talk about your your knee injury because Jason's feeling. We were supposed to play tennis today, but Jason has has hurt himself a little bit and it's flaring up. So I just wanted to make sure. Mm -hmm. Are you feeling better? To, are you feeling better today? I know you have the acupuncture appointment tomorrow, but how are you feeling today? I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling a hundred percent better than I was yesterday. I think what happened was I, i'm nice i'm learning that yeah i know thank god but I'm, I'm learning that wearing wearing when i wear the knee brace it works better when i'm wearing the knee brace just just being around the house cruising mm -hmm. but if i work out if i go for like a long walk or i do a kettlebell or a jump rope or whatever session with the knee brace on it actually ends up making it, it feels better while it's happening but when i take it off and for the rest of the day 
it gets like really inflama- inflamed and and painful. Mm. So I think I, I had to look, kind of like learn the hard way how how that all works. But I'm feeling much better. You know, I think by tomorrow, once I get once I get my acupuncture sorted, I will I will be able to go back to beating you at tennis with ease. Thank God, thank God. I just I wanted to have a nice Sunday. It's an overcast day in here here in L.A. So you know, I'm glad we skipped it. I don't I don't like well, to. Plus, I'm I'm just really busy today. Oh really? Yeah, just Sunday because you went to church. Did you go to the sunrise service? <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no church for me. But I actually am. Uh, I have to like uh, edit and, and upload a bunch of other podcasts for some other people today. Just sometimes the Sunday gets real busy. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Monday's your sa- Sunday, right? That's what you say. You're one of those Monday. People. Yeah, You're Monday like, is my Sunday, baby. Classic, classic cocktail waitress bottle wrap <laughs> behavior. Yeah, I, I am a stewardess. I am a DJ. I'm a cocktail waitress. You know, I'm front of house and back of house. TJ, my life is not like yours. No, it's it's really not. And that's that's the that we are the yin and yang. No, Andrew of of podcasting. <laughs> but for the problem that, for that. the problem is now that I am I have met Chris Black and you know adopted his his work hard li- live hard lifestyle. When I do have my Monday my Monday off, which is then my Sunday, I'm I don't have time to do anything i want i don't have time to do stuff exactly. i want let alone stuff i don't want to do you know so no, like no, from my no, I, from my monday day off it's like oh i have to like you know change this light bulb and fix that thingy and i like to send i like to send over a google doc of your chores uh sunday <laughs> night so that you kind of you kind of know what you're getting into because i don't like you to wake up surprised you know that's kind of i'm kind of a nice guy in that way yeah you're actually of all the all the producers that i work with you're really good at sending those call sheets early because i hate getting them last minute and i'm like oh i'm about to watch the fucking woody doc and now i gotta go through the spreadsheet no i you know i i did watch some new um netflix content last night the uh the mormon the mormon thing the Mormon thing. So you didn't watch Jass, my dog trainer, bro? Um, I'm never going to watch that. Uh, unfortunately, though. Chris, break! Uh, yeah, Netflix's uh, Murder Among the Mormons mm-hmm. is what it's called. Uh, it's a true crime thing, but it's, it's. I had no idea. I mean, I don't know much about the Mormon faith, except they're all hot. But uh, <laughs> there is... They are not all hot. They're pretty hot, though. They like care about their appearance more than fat Christians. You know what I mean? Like, mm, they're, mm. they're... Okay, okay. I get they're it. Known for, they're, they're known for that. But, so um, hotter than Christians. But the, the weirdest part about this is it was made by the director of Napoleon Dynamite. Which is really funny, and I didn't I didn't know that until which is so sick. He contains multitudes. But it's just I just didn't know. It's it's basically about these guys that are uncovering I mean, I don't want to give it away, but it's basically about like uh Mormon documents and how important all these documents are to the history of the religion. All the scrolls and shit. Exactly, because they like prove things, but then obviously that that comes with a caveat and there's there's issues and you know, blah blah blah. And, you know, but it but it mm. but the, the apex is like a bombing murder. So it's it's pretty interesting. But when you say I, got bombing, everything. are we talking about like freights? No, we're not talking about we're not talking about fill-ins. We're talking about uh, okay. me sh- me showing up to your and dropping off a package at your house that says Jason Stewart, and you open it and then it blows up and you die. Oh, Mormons be crazy, bro. Jesus, the, yeah, the Church of Latter Day Saints. But um, <laughs> it's kind of about it's about like forgery and money and murder and like just mm-hmm. freaks. It's it's pretty it's good. It's good so far. So you liked it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I haven't finished it. Um, Forgery hive stand up because I did, of course, fall asleep at eight forty five. Um, so I did, I did miss some of it, but I, I will. I, we plan to finish it today. You know, it feels right to finish it on the Lord's Day. Were you friends with any Mormon people growing up, or currently now? I didn't really know any Mormons growing up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that. I don't know if they have a. I don't know if they have a stronghold in the South. I don't um, think they do. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? So I, I don't think that that's part of it. But I, I don't I don't think I know any. I mean, besides the killers, I don't think I know any. Are they all Mormon? Just the hot ones? I think I think Brandon Fly, Brandon Flowers definitely is. I don't I don't know about about the rest. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of I think there's a lot of Mormons in Hollywood though. Or I knew a lot of Mormon people growing up when I was in high school. Like next door to Huntington Beach is a city called Fountain Valley. Yeah, and there's a, there's for some whatever reason a, a stronghold of Mormons over there. I just don't really understand what they believe in. To be honest, I haven't ever looked into it. I think I mean it is kind of like a a subdivision of Christianity or Catholicism, but it involves one guy. Yeah, it's it's got the guy. That's part of the doc is like there there's just like one guy which is always yeah it's, it's basically start. that guy kind of like broke off or branched off and and wrote sort of his version of of the way the bible should be so it's kind of like it's very similar but there's a few other different things and there, i know there's like the weird stuff with like fucking through a 
through a sheet so you don't see the person and like there's like weird stuff with losing your virginity that just sounds like a go- ghost fetish to me for those of us who have one it's a great way to kind of skirt around that uh but I know, every everyone i know, I know. your sheet hive the sheet stays on but every every single, every single person i know who was a mormon like you would you would hang out with them in middle school you know when you're like 11 or 12 and be like oh the mormon kids just kind of weird like you couldn't they, they all look the same mormons also usually have a big head for some reason big old big old mormon melon on them, I, but I need to look into my lineage then because if that tracks <laughs> then i'm definitely mormon the parents will let their kids hang out with the mormon kids but you kind of have to keep an eye on them there's always something off with them but it was never like a dangerous thing it'd be like uh, he might be into like lighting fires a little too much or something like that <laughs> and then once you hit the high school age it's kind of it was kind of like boy scouts with me once you hit the high school age, you're like, oh, like I can't be into this stuff anymore if I'm gonna be like trying to get my dick wet and have cool friends. Like I have to like mm. stop being into like tying knots and going to camp, and I have to start you know learning how to skate and play guitar and you know. Thank God. And I think it's the same thing with Mormonism. Like all all my Mormon friends and people I knew, once you get to high school, they they kind of grow out of it because they realize if you if you stick with a life of Mormonism, you're gonna turn out into a a, a goddamn freak. Yeah, you're gonna. Turn turn into a freak i mean but yeah i would i would i'm gonna i'm gonna finish it. it's only it's a three-part series you know mm-hmm. so it's, it's a light it's a light lift but i mean i wanted to also talk about some stuff that's like a little more serious and and it's gonna disappoint you pretty greatly i love serious talk chris let's get into it baby i'm just hung over enough I mean, one of the bands that I know that you've kind of idolized for years, and and you know you play a lot in the in the Tesla when you pick me up, um, mm-hmm. and and we played a lot as as outro and intro music for this podcast. Don't say um, it. Don't you dare say it. Mumford and Sons. Um, <laughs> they have the, the the Mumford and Sons banjo player. Um, <laughs> uh, have unfortunately, um, he has endorsed a right wing troll. Uh, and it's, it's gonna, it's gonna affect our relationship (laughs) to the, to the music. I can't separate, I can't separate Andy Nijo, I guess, you know, he wrote a book called Unmask Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy and, um, Winston Marshall, the banjo player from, um, Jason's favorite (laughs) band Mumford, Mumford and Sons on Twitter said, finally had the time to read your important book. You're a brave man. (laughs) uh okay so it was a book basically saying that the group that is against fascism is is bad i assume that there's multiple banjo players in in mumford and sons but actually one of them. no i think i no actually i think uh i i actually think this is winston marshall is the only banjo player okay. so the so the the string section of mumford and sons thinks that um that he's got a lot of a lot of interesting ideas yeah it seems like look he's just saying it was a good read you know i don't i mean i don't know if it's a <laughs> I don't know if it's like a full endorsement. It's not a full you know? endorsement, but he, but the book is doing important work. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, because it's, Antifa it's, it's, is going to ruin our retweets. Country. Retweets are not endorsements, as they say, Jason. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe mm-hmm. this isn't. Okay. You know, I, I think you can choose to read this a, as you want, but I just wanted to soften the blow and tell you about it. You know, I want you yeah. to hear it from a friend before you heard it from a, a web a website. Yeah, I saw a little bit that Mum, Mumford and Sons was trending, but I did not. You know, I'm always afraid to click on it because I fear that it could, you know, we all, as Mumford fans, this day is always around the corner. It, it could happen no, at I, any I time. Know. But it, it makes you wonder, uh, how does a band of that size not have like the PR, you know, in control of something Jason, like that? Jason, it's the fucking, it's the, look, it, it's the banjo player, bro. This guy probably <laughs> isn't even, this guy probably doesn't even get cut in on profits. You know what I mean? This guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy is not involved in the publishing deal. You know what I mean? It, right. It, but it's always would, those yes. people who, with the least to lose, are the ones who let it spray the most. You know? Well, merci- mercifully, the book has now been blurbed by both uh, Winston Marshall, the banjo player from Mumford and Sons, as well as uh, esteemed television host and talking head Tucker Carlson. So you you can pick. <laughs> You know, you know, you you can show your allegiance to either of those gentlemen by purchasing this book mm-hmm. if if you are are interested in that. It, again, retweets are not endorsements. <laughs> Look, Tucker, he's great. We all know that, right? He's a great orator. Yeah, exactly. It's that's like what, people. That's what David Cho says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's he says, "Say what you want about the guy's politics. The guy's a great orator." <laughs> and I'm like, he you know, what? I never noticed that, David, but I guess you know. 
I see it. I guess I see some. It's a, it's a, it is some a hot tr- take, though. It is. It's very. I mean, it's dangerous. I would say, but I, incendiary. I don't, yeah, I. I don't. I mean. I, I I'm not going to read this book. Um, I've just got a stack <laughs> on the I've got a stack on the bedside that's just a little too deep right now. Um, the f- most fascinating thing about social media is that people in positions of power that have a lot to lose cannot stay off it. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't like you. You could read this book and in, you could enjoy it and believe all of it, but if you know this is going to fuck up your pockets, mm-hmm. why would you put it? Why don't you talk to your other friends who get on your Discord and talk to your friends? Yeah, this that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's like when the Kardashians fucking videotape the vacation in the middle. Like you can just go on vacation and no one would know, and it doesn't <laughs> matter. You don't have to put up the thoughty photo from the resort to mm-hmm. tell everyone that you got you're at the villa in Mexico. Like you don't have to do that. And it's like even these low level influencers do that. I'm like you're you're gonna fuck up your bag because you just can't resist the post. It's yeah. crazy when you when you're in a band of that size like like Mumford and Sons. It's the same thing. As when you are employed by you know a large company, and if you say something yeah. like that, that's going to piss everyone off. You know, Mister Mumford is going to have to be like, bro, like, you know, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to write your letter of resignation, or do you want to do it? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, the banjo that. player. Like, we can replace you. It's time to walk the plank. You know, if you say if you say some shit, obviously it's going to have a big backlash, and festival bookers might drop us, and fans are going to tweet about it like it's real easy to lose you because you are not necessary right now unless he is maybe he really is that good of a banjo player and he's like i wish you would try and quit me i am this band bitch uh unfortunately i i believe there are session players that could take his place they might not have to look down <laughs> you know they might not look like a chimney sweep enough um <laughs> but we can fix that you know what i mean we can fix that and and you know, I, I moving on uh, from that mm-hmm. tragic news, but I did. We did have some better news, and that's the announcement of Furnace Fest in oh, Birmingham, shit. Alabama, that I attended. I believe in high school, but the lineup I had never heard of it. It was it only it only happened a couple times, if I remember correctly. Um, but Birmingham obviously is super close to Atlanta, so it was an easy one for us. I could go for the day. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't even the know lineup, they had enough of an infrastructure to have a music festival in Alabama. Bur- Birmingham is actually quite sophisticated, and there's a lot of money there. So huh. don't 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 look. We'll we'll talk about flyover states, but southern states we need that stronghold for our upcoming tour. Um, <laughs> That's true. But to get to get back to the point, Furnace yes. Fest September twenty fourth, twenty six. I mean, it's absolutely stacked. We're talking. We've got. We've got Taking Back Sunday, for God's sakes. You know, we got 18 Visions, Jason's favorite. We've got, I mean, <laughs> Further Seems Forever, you know, former guest of the show. Cartel, my former client, is fucking playing. Code 7, one of the shittiest hardcore bands to ever exist, has reunited for this. <laughs> Stre- Stretch Armstrong, one of the worst bands I've ever seen live over and over, has reunited for this. Shy Halud, Underappreciated Legends, Mayday Parade, Turnstile, Current Day. We got Hot Water Music, Boy Sets Fire. It, it, it's Hatebreed, Jason's other favorite. Ugh. Me Without You, Me Without You, Phoebe Bridger's favorite, mm-hmm. is on this. So it's, it's, a, it's a stacked lineup. But Jason, I'm seeing a glaring omission from this lineup. Okay. And I think you might, I think you see it too, don't you? Yeah, it is the, it is the How Long Gone stage. The How Long Gone stage is just not on the flyer. And, and unfortunately, <laughs> Unfortunately, Jason and I are going to work diligently this week. We need to get added to this bill. Yeah, I, 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 how long gone? If you have, if our listeners have any ins with this with this music festival, send our send our name to whoever you need to because we send are, our EPK. We are <laughs> send our EPK to the booking agent because the fact that we are not sandwiched between. You know the Get Up Kids and Hatebreed. What, what? Who else could do that? What other podcast could appear here? I think maybe we should actually should we just host the whole thing, you know, like the, like a radio DJ would do at the Christmas show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, of the almost acoustic, almost acoustic Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, it's like Chris and TJ come out. We're like, yeah, up next, uh, the casket lottery. You know what I mean? And just, <laughs> we just get, we just get it popping. Wow, is that not a Andrew good idea? Andrew WK, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> wasn't that something? I think. Look, I think keep it going no, for under oath. Not only. <laughs> going for under a to give a clap for the higher power in the house tonight um i think that i think that we could either host it i think we could do a how long gone live from from furnace fest mm-hmm. i think we could also just we could also go and just an interview you know a handful of these artists for the for the furnace fest youtube or tiktok page yeah i think what we want to do for this is something kind of similar to the bravo pre-award show mm-hmm. kind of thing we'll do the red carpet Damn. looks we'll talk to everybody and, and <laughs> yeah, you know bro. figure out how like, long what gone- to do 
you like how fat everyone got you know how how their tattoos didn't age well how long gone live from the furnace fest red carpet is mm-hmm. is a i mean if that isn't a sell-in to to countless sponsors liquid death go ahead and bang our line <laughs> Um, I was just going to say what what brand <laughs> is going to have to uh, power this activation. I'm because- thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Cash App, Macbeth Footwear, <laughs> liquid, <laughs> liquid, liquid Death, Liquid Death, canned water. Um, I don't know. I mean, that might be enough. Honestly, I, I don't know if we. I don't know if we need more than that. There's a couple glaring errors already on this. I mean, whose idea was it to have Taking Back Sunday play on Saturday? Like that's Taking Back Sunday. Why not have them play on Sunday, guys? Take- what Kill Switch? <laughs> Kill Switch engaged. Just couldn't make those dates switch. Maybe it was too on the nose. They felt, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I, I just. I honestly, I felt the disrespect I felt from not being included in this. There's no other podcast. There's no other people that could host this. Who no else, one has. Yeah. The, who else knows piebald songs and is on Spotify? I think maybe maybe that's actually maybe it's Spotify gets involved. You know what I mean? And we maybe get down there. Let me let me call. What, what's the guy's name? Daniel Elk. Elk. Let me call him. <laughs> Get elk um, on the horn. Get elk. There's a little bit of a time. Difference. Elk. There's a there's this band called Zayo. They don't have a ton of <laughs> monthly streams right now, but I think <laughs> I think we should look. If Evergreen Terrace can play this, Ugh. we can play this. I, I just, honestly, when I look at the lineup on this, I feel like we an hour a, a 45 minute how long gone live podcast at Furnace Fest is more appealing than I would say 98% of the bands on this on this on this list. You know what? I've been talking a lot about, you know, the NFTs and all that stuff. I'm going to mint my first NFT which is going to be you get to get a one one of one unique video of 18 visions kicking my ass. For 15 minutes, I'll just sit there, <laughs> hands tied behind my back and 18 visions <laughs> kicks my ass. I'm I'll start the to- bidding at $78,000. <laughs> to make to sweeten the pot though for that you have to be dressed up like 18 visions while they beat your ass so okay. i you can't just you can't go in there with your arteric shorts and your cowgirl sweatshirt we need you in a studded studded belt skin tight jeans bangs that are blue and a lot of jewelry okay i need to see if the diesel store is open on sunday <laughs> because i have a lot of shopping to do Luckily for you, Jason, uh, 18 Visions and, and them jeans, both big fans of the sleeveless tee. So you already have that going for you. They will hopefully pull a few punches knowing that we are, we are both having our guns out. I mean, look, if, if we can't, if, if we are unable to perform due to other contractual obligations or uh, the Furnace Fest booking team is uh, not able to uh, meet our, um, our ask, uh, which is small monetarily, but it is mm-hmm. first class travel for us and security, as well as two hotel rooms at the Four Seasons Birmingham, uh, as <laughs> as well as as it well might, as it an might es- just be three of the seasons. Exactly, it's, it's, it's two seasons in Birmingham. <laughs> um, but then we will also we'll be flying into Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta to visit my parents, of course. So we'll need a car service to and from um escalade mm-hmm. preferred late model suburban if if an escalade is not available um <laughs> and i don't mean i don't mean to let the listeners into this kind of negotiation background but this is kind of this is unfortunately we felt so disrespected that we had to take this online yeah and that is our last and final offer furnace fest <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is we don't we don't need a green room because we'll be in and out so fast that we actually won't even have time to drink mm-hmm. the mountain valley yeah so I don't worry about room. it Jason's going to take his bottle of Casamigos in the car. Uh, I have provided, <laughs> I have, I will have provided red solo cups that do have the little chalkboard so you can, he can write his name on it with his finger. Yeah. And if my mixers are, are warm, there's, there's going to be hell to pay. I won't go on stage. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I think this is a, this is a pretty fair offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that, look, if, if we can't, if they can't bump scary kids scaring kids for how long gone. <laughs> Then, then, then I think your festival is is truly, truly fucking up uh-huh. in a it's major, ta- major. It's time way. for you to take a look, a good hard look in the mirror, Furnace Fest. If that's yeah, where your priorities exactly, lie, yeah. I, I know, I know, the Furnace Fest organizers are probably still at church right now. Um, but w- when they listen to this podcast, they're gonna get a, they're gonna. It's a strong talking to. We didn't mince <clears throat> words, Jason. We did not mince words. Much like the uh, the lyrics of "From Autumn to Ashes." <laughs> Yeah, not a word was we, minced. Not a word was minced, and that's how we're going to keep it. And that's that's also what we bring to the stage. You know, that's what we bring. <laughs> that's what we bring to the stage. Some of these other live podcasts, you know, it doesn't really hit the same, Jason. But I think we can keep. I feel confident that we can keep this energy on the road, and mm-hmm. I hope you feel the same way. 
I do. And I have been wondering now that, you know, venues are opening back up. I think April 1st in Cali, they're going to start having, you know, how long gone size locations opening back up like Dodger Stadium and things like that. <laughs> of course, at a limited capacity, but, you know, Look, it's, 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 fit, it's time we... we've had to start. I've had to start ideating what the live show mm. was going to be. We've been meeting no, with, course. you know, various agencies, Kanye's lighting guy. He won't leave us alone. Just trying to figure out how do we take what this is and make it, you know, a stage show that is unforgettable. I uh, know. I watched the B- I watched that Beyonce doc again. I was like, we can do this. <laughs> I mean, this is not, you know what I mean? This is not like uh, obviously Yeah, Homecoming we- Homecoming uh, tour, the How Long Gone Homecoming tour. It's not it's not going to be a problem for us and we're able to luckily because of our deep connections, you know, in the in the music world, we are able to get the greatest you know, uh, front of house sound, um, mm-hmm. staged stage design, movement coaches. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's not going to be it's not going to be an issue for us to bring a a, a really quality performance that's going to make the three hundred dollar VIP ticket mm-hmm. uh, worth it. And um, mm-hmm. if you do pay the extra two hundred for the meet and greet, like I said, you can touch Jason, you cannot touch me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we take the photos. It's hotter that way. We get final approval. Um, so, so don't bring your little sister in that's sick and say she went, no, we don't care. Um, you know, we get, we, Mm. we, unless she paid for a ticket. Yeah. Unless everybody's paying 200 on the dash. Um, and, and there are no exceptions to that rule. Uh, if you do want guest list, um, Mm -hmm. definitely hit Jason. Do not hit me. I will be giving no guest list passes out drink tickets. You already know Jason's got those. Yeah. If you want to get backstage, you're going to have to dump them out fellas. You know what I'm saying? I need to see, (laughs) I need to see a little skin. And, you know, I, I know Beyonce in that video, didn't she have like, she had like a whole like hundred piece marching band. That was like the vibe for it. Yeah. We're going to have to do, we're going to have to hire the, you know, the My Chemical Romance blank parade, you know, yes, wh- whatever the, the, furna- the black parade, the furnace fest version of that, of that drum line. Damn. Just, yeah, we could get, look, hosted honestly, by Travis though, Barker. He's the, he's, he's the drum line conductor. Obviously, Tra- Travis Barker is actually. Yeah, so the the finale of the How Long Gone live at Furnace Fest will be a Jason Stewart, uh, Travis Barker DJ live drum set, <laughs> like we're at LAX in two thousand eight. Um, uh, and Jason, could you Jason imagine? Da- <laughs> yes, I could. I, I close Jason- out the stage on Sunday like Daft Punk at Coachella in two thousand seven, like. <laughs> Bro, if you weren't there, you weren't there. I'm sorry. Like you can watch the I video was, of it, but when when them jeans and Travis Barker did their two hour set, <laughs> we'll go home again. Wicked. I was absolutely levitating when Jason and Travis Barker did that ACDC mashup. I just absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely lost my shit. The mm. Molly kicked in. I saw Jesus. And, yeah, A track was in the was, front row. He was doing the I'm not worthy Wayne's World thing to me. <laughs> oh man, Trizzy. Thank you for supporting. <laughs> Trizzy, always. Thank, thank you, you for, for supporting support. a real scratch master. Oh, yeah. And, and and Trizzy, get in touch. We could negotiate the rights for Fool's Gold to release that live set on Gatefold 12 inch. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. We just, we don't have the, you know, we're, our, our, my connections are mostly in kind of the rock world. So we do, we do need some help in the EDM community. The rock world. Also, also warp if you you know if you want it you know you you can get it too but anyway oh man i mean i'm i'm excited now jason because i think this is really going to happen i think come september um we're going to be we're going to be on the this will be the finale of our tour really this will probably be the closing you know once we do basically we're just going to route the tour through all the states that are opening Mm -hmm. so we'll get in touch with all the local officials find out who's opening next and then and then we're set you know all we the can, local we officials yeah you know i'll bang the line of some local officials and we'll get the intel mm-hmm. and then we'll just be hitting all these all these states as they come doing a couple shows doing a couple meet and greets going to some local eateries shaking hands with fans pounding the pavement exactly hopefully hopefully patronizing some local boutiques um and then and then we'll we'll, we'll end it in atlanta we'll have a nice dinner with my parents and mm-hmm. we'll take the escalade to alabama to really to really shock the world chris i mean it's time that we we need to stop this podcast immediately go by the url of uh of the name of our tour the south will pot again yeah exactly that's definitely what it is because you know these these liberal northern states they might not open till 2025 you know what i mean i don't know like mm-hmm. delaware it could never open again I, I don't even know you know what i mean unless it's maine it's it's going to be a while before we're up to those damn Yankee states. I'm, I'm praying for us. Uh, I'm praying for the Furnace Fest guys uh, because the negotiations are going to be tough. I'm praying um, for the Mormons. I'm praying for I'm my stomach for the rest of the day. 
I'm I'm always praying for your stomach. <laughs> I'm always praying for you. I'm always praying for your stomach. Yeah. So I've got um, my acupuncture tomorrow. Wish me luck. Once once I get once I get my little my ouchie my my multiple ouchies, I'll be ready to hit the tennis courts with you again. Thank God. Thank God, Jason. It's been a pleasure podcasting with you guys. If you missed any of the shows last week, I implore you to go back. Uh, on your Spotify application, on your Anchor application, on your Apple Podcast application, and listen to Phoebe, the the wonderful songstress Phoebe Bridgers, Grammy nominated artist. Our chat with her was was fun. Mm, uh, author of author of fake accounts, uh, Lauren Euler was also exceptional. Um, we're bringing more podcasts to you all fucking week long. The tote bags have been shipped out. We have some new shit on mm. Deckington. Uh, we're making a lot more uh, of the mud. Uh, we'll be at, lo- at your local purveyor. Um, mm-hmm. you know, mud two point coming to a Erewhon near you. Mud two point coming to your local larder. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna shut you know, your provision, your local provisional shop down, bitch. Yeah, we any any your little local boutique grocery store where your mom says it's too expensive. That's where you can find mud. Um, <laughs> and also don't forget that, to listen to How Long Gone Radio. Great episode. We 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 covered the new Drake release. Damn, on we didn't we didn't even talk about Drake today because we talked about it so much on How Long Gone Radio. But yeah, the new Drake release sucks. But you know, you figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the Cliff's notes. But go listen to How Long Gone Radio only on Spotify, and you can really hear us get into it. Into it, you know what I'm saying? You you can and then you can listen to it too. That's the beauty of Spotify. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, Jason. Well, I, I love your work. Bro, and I, I hope the knee feels better. I can't wait to get back on the court with you. And um, don't eat anything that I wouldn't eat today, okay? You got it. I will, I'm going to keep it real clean. It's going to be gluten-free pasta tonight. Don't worry, Chris. You already know. Lentil, lentil boys. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. What became of-